hey, hey, what's going on? Um, yeah. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? How is everyone doing? I think I'm doing a pretty good job of saying, not saying, uh, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to my podcast. You know, or the, hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, you know, I <laughs> I get uh, like audio trauma hearing that it's like anytime I click on a video or a podcast and the hey, what's up, guys comes on and I'm like, ooh, let's not watch this video. How about that? <laughs> so the last two podcasts I did, we talked about conversation, um, one that was kind of very important to me just because. It's very hard for me to converse with anyone <laughs> and I'm kind of taking step to relearn all about that. And I, I hoped everyone kind of got a little something from that. Uh, yeah. So, it, you know, <laughs> I, I, I get embarrassed even talking about the idea. And um, last week I talked all about brain fog. Uh, it was kind of an unedited podcast just kind of me rattling on about uh, how to really focus and uh, get ideas down and get stuff done little by little. Uh, I kind of told the story of my process a little bit and everything like that. So, you know, I think I want to lighten the load a little bit and kind of make this one a little bit of an interesting uh, episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, my name before was Michael and I kind of operate on an Albrecht basis. You know, I don't really like the name Michael cause there's so many Michaels out there and I never really connected when people would say my name in that way at all. You know, the only the only times I really connected with other people who said my name that way were the people that I was really close with. And I wanted to kind of, you know, outside of that, I was just a very, I was just very uncomfortable with the idea of other people calling me by my name. I can't explain why. I just know that it was just very uncomfortable for me. So switching my name to Albrecht. I feel a lot more comfortable with people that I don't know calling for me. I feel more directed <laughs> in a way, like people who ask for my attention or, you know, are talking to me. I, I like, you know, boom, you got my attention instantly. <laughs> so, and that felt really nice to just kind of have a change of pace and name too. Um, I used to, in school, like we used to have... So, okay. So in high school, we used to have a bunch of mics. Uh, I went to a private Catholic school, as you probably know. Uh, I talked about that in episode one. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, I was always with this group of other Michaels all the time. I think people called us the Mike gang or the Mike crew. And it was really, really a weird uh, experience to kind of go through because... You know, I, I was just friends with all these people that happened to be Michaels. And 
it was just weird getting labeled in it in that way of the mic crew and the mic gang and we kind of embraced it in a weird way <laughs> i remember sometimes when teachers would call for us or like for me or someone else uh they would say mike or like mike hey michael and we would all turn around <laughs> just staring like which one you know <laughs> so i have like weird memories from high school from that and uh yeah i <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if they're good or bad sometimes. You ever just like think back about just like high school and <laughs> kind of like do a self cringe, you know? You're like, oh god, I really did that. You're just like thinking about different things that happened. I don't know, maybe you're thinking about school in a certain way you're thinking about like an ex or you're thinking about like the times that you had that were awesome or the times that you had that were really sad uh, whenever I think about school like whenever I think back to high school I always think about you know the Mike gang my crew <laughs> um, and so many other like I always think back about my time in a weird way because I show I associate the time that I had in high school kind of in a negative way you know because I wasn't really able to articulate myself in the correct way and I'm still kind of working on that I guess but uh, it really did put a damper in on my grades and stuff like that I was really unfocused I remember uh, being in class and I would literally sit there standing up straight you know facing the teacher facing the class you know everything is in front of me and my brain just starts shutting off like it's like a shut off button that happens if you've ever played with a Windows 95 Windows 98 computer there is a shutdown process on those where it's like you shut it down and then it says okay to turn off <laughs> and then you can press the button you turn off the computer uh, they really employed those settings back then that was kind of interesting I don't know why but you know it's cool experiencing that as a kid anyway so I was sitting in class one day I could recall almost every class doing this where I would just conk out like immediately and it would feel like a fever dream when I woke up, like, what happened? Like, hello? Uh, guys, are we done with class? Bell rings, next class. Uh, <laughs> it would almost happen, like, almost with every class, especially if I didn't get much sleep. I don't know, like, it was just so weird experiencing that all the time because you really feel like you're trying to pay attention and you go back home and you show your parents your grades of which they're not really that great you know your c's and your b's and maybe your your d's and the one f that you got in your class because it didn't really sit with you in your head the correct way or you didn't really understand the material 
And now all of a sudden it's your fault <laughs> for not for not doing it, for not memorizing the material correctly. And yeah, I, I remember being very upset when I wasn't able to learn the way that everyone else could learn uh, or rather they learned a certain way and I want to emulate that but it was almost impossible for me to try to be that. Uh, every time I tried to do something different or maybe uh, I had like an energy drink in the morning or coffee, I, I tried every little caffeine thing and that didn't work at all. Like it was like a mental thing, you know, like my brain just shut off and I couldn't, I couldn't control it. There was no real mental way of controlling it. So what do I do? <laughs> I have no idea what to do other than to remain focused on something that does interest me. And it kind of took me a little bit to figure out. But I guess at the time, I really was starting to draw a little bit more. Uh, I really started drawing back in seventh, sixth grade and was doodling a lot more in my notebook still still mad <laughs> I'm still mad that my notebook from grade school is just gone I had so many cool drawings in that <laughs> but uh somehow like switching my brain to be artistically motivated made me stay up I was engaged I was engaged in a way that people are engaged to YouTube videos when they're doing something different podcasts when they're working I, I was just instantly able to just stay awake for, you know, maybe a little bit longer. And it felt weird that I was all of a sudden this was the thing that was making me wake up. Quite literally. <laughs> I remember being in class one day and drawing in my notebook and one of my teachers goes up to me and says, you know, you've been drawing in your notebook every day in my class. I don't really appreciate you ignoring me. And <laughs> pretty much publicly, like, humiliated me. I did not. Oh, my gosh. I had a pretty hard day after that. And as the teachers soon found out, my... You know, when I was going back into class and just doing classroom things without drawing in my notebook, I would just fall asleep immediately. Like sometimes I remember some kids, other people in my class were telling me that uh, I would like stay up and like my eyes would be open and I would be like bobbing my head back and forth. And I. I don't recall any of that. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to because at that point, my mind has already been like clocked out. <laughs> and somehow I always wake up like either with my arm, like kind of resting my head up in an up position or what. But I was just so like checked out. And then one day that same teacher got mad at me again for basically you know being clocked out of her class while class was happening and i got a detention and 
I went up to her after school and I remember my heart was just beating out of its <laughs> out of it out of my rib cage. I couldn't not I couldn't muster up the words to be able to talk to my teacher, you know, like it was just very hard to say to her, you know, you took away the one thing that made me focused in class. How am I supposed to learn when you did that and disabled my learning ability? <laughs> I remember I was so scared to tell her anything that was on my mind. And I, I had a plan, you know, like I was going to walk up to her and say, hey, I don't appreciate you doing this, you know, as someone who is paying for school, blah, blah, blah. You know, I should be able to hold on to my stuff because there's nothing in the rule book that says I can't draw in class. And there wasn't. There wasn't anything written. Like, I don't think in any school handbook it says you can't draw in class. You know, there's rules in the handbook about how you can't be on your cell phone in class. Back in that back back then, I used to have like a very tiny um, one of those uh, Nokia uh, phones with the uh, oh man, it's, it's got like the, the play button and you could skip tracks. It was it was advertised as a music phone and you could store eight gigs eight gigs on that phone and listen to some bumping tunes, watch some like 144p video. But, you know, at the time I was like better than anything. I <laughs> was awesome. Anyway, I ended up going to the to teacher and trying to muster up the courage to say something. And I remember just getting this glare, razor sharp, eyes red, Dark Souls boss. <laughs> like, that first boss that you fight in Dark Souls, when that music, the epic music comes on, I was literally in a hell zone at that point. I'm like, oh god, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do this. I, I, I came up to her with my, my weapon in hand, my, my notebook in my left hand, and shielding myself almost from her blow, and said, never mind. I'll see you tomorrow. I really did feel so defeated. <laughs> I ended up explaining to my mom like what happened and she reasonably got upset. Like she didn't really understand like why I was doing what I was doing in school, but she knew for a fact that drawing for me was very important. And <laughs> I remember she was telling me like, you know, you should talk to your teacher and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't talk to my teacher, you know, I, it feels like I'm about to have a heart attack every time I talk to her and because my parents, you know, don't listen and they feel like I'm not listening to them. They just enforce the idea anyway. So I go back to class and just kind of start doing what I did again. <laughs> Um, there was really no 
one thing that caused me to like, you know, get any sort of apology from a teacher. I ended that year with a B, uh, never hearing any sort of thing from her. Like, and I, and I thought about this so long after that, you know, it was like traumatizing, <laughs> like just having her say in front of the class, all this stuff, basically like putting up a pair of my boxers, like in class and see this, this is the, this is the underwear you wear. Disgusting. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> and it was just hard to, and then, you know, like, you know what, after that year, after that year of just like anxiety numbing pain from inner class, I, I'm just, she, she acts like everything's fine. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, you know how teachers like do that thing, you know, after you pass their class, and the, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like they became a different person. <laughs> like, what? You were mean. <laughs> why? Why are you like this now? Why aren't you like this while you're teaching? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, man. And especially these teachers would put on the fake face in front of your parents because whenever your parents would come by it's like your son is the best person in the class or your daughter's the best you know person in the class like oh man i love mike fortman i love him <laughs> you know he's he's doing so well in my class and oh blah 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 and it became everything became like charlie brown parents talking like wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, man, these people are fake. <laughs> I don't understand. And just like that, there was nothing, you know. And I guess like how there was no resolve, result, you know. There was no definitive ending. And I guess that there was no like storybook ending that caused me to you know get in good hands with that teacher or just say like you know just man I really I really learned to let go real quick because if they weren't going to apologize to me why should I hold on to the hate that was just so dead center in me at that time like I had no real reason to hate her other than she was doing what she felt like was her job even though her actions were wrong I never you know I, w I was in a place where I couldn't even say my piece without getting any sort of uh, detention for that And it's weird just letting go of those feelings that really ached you in high school because even after you graduate high school, everything feels like a blur, you know? 
you're really out there doing your thing go out from school and you're like this is the last time i'll ever be here and it feels really good honestly i i was so happy to be out of that school like not even like i hated the school i just didn't like being in the school environment <laughs> and man it was just crazy being in school yeah I don't know So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I I like these stories, like just being able to talk about stuff that happened in the past and letting everyone here experience my side of things in life. <laughs> and while I don't necessarily think that touches on mental health, at least on the surface level, talking about these experiences that you have growing up is a part of un unraveling the things that affected you and, you know, finding out the person of who's Michael, who's Albrecht. You have this history. Did it really matter or... Is that a part of you or is that something you can let go with and move on, you know? So I think I like telling these stories. I might tell more of them in the future. No, it's not a might. I definitely will. <laughs> but yeah, I I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I never really plug any of my stuff at the end of these, but... I am at Garden Arcade online everywhere. So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I talk about my podcast sometimes, mostly post art. Instagram, I post art for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I will see you guys in the next one. <sighs> I said guys again. Thank you.